Oh, girl, this is Miyoshi Walker, and you're listening to the Girl Good Grief podcast, where we share stories of navigating through grief, life lessons, and relationships. We will explore the losses that define our lives, so why should we settle to merely just exist? When we become transformed by the experiences grief can teach us. Girl Good Grief is about me defining how you don't have to settle in sorrow, pain, or your grief. Be inspired to be more meaningful and intentional with your time on this beautiful planet. My message is not limited to a gender, socioeconomic boundary, one thing, or one person. Girl Good Grief is the euphemism of good God, and we can navigate the challenges of grief by trusting God every step of the way. Grief can teach us to live, live in each moment, ignite courage that we didn't know we possess, and teach us our strengths. So why don't you join me on this journey as I share my real life stories of how I navigated through difficulties, learning how to cope with grief, and how I allow God to transform me into a brave woman of faith. By doing this, I begin to think different, live different, speak different, believe different, and totally trusting him along the way. We believe grief comes in all forms of life, but you don't have to navigate it alone. You can be inspired to shift your mindset to trust God through the process of grief, no matter what that looked like. And on this podcast, this is where we're trusting grief through the process. Welcome back. In today's episode, you have everything you need. I will discuss that if we take time and do some soul searching and think about some life experiences to identify our true passions and purpose, if we have everything we need, let's get started. Hello. So on today's episode, um, you have everything you need. So with that, I begin to pray about and ask God, okay, what is it that you will have me to say on this topic? So have you ever thought about If you have or really have everything you need in terms of living to be successful, to thrive, have you thought about that? So, but what if your, our wants, that's what gets us distracted from focusing on that we have everything that we need. And so we focus on those wants and how we're going to get it. And I think if you ponder on that for a second, you know, we can be driven by our wants and how we're going to get it versus to really realizing that we have we actually have everything that we need. And so lately I've been thinking a lot about my needs and my wants and you know what is it that I actually need versus my wants. And so I began to put things in perspective and you know I I was thinking you know do I need to do a reboot and tackle the the process of, you know, me gaining a new perspective on, you know, my work life, my life and, you know, things that's going on and the changes that have occurred. And so, you know, I know that life can be hard. It can be messy if we allow it, but it also can be wonderful if we allow God to navigate us and to lead us in the direction of where he wants us to go. Because in actuality, we do have everything we need. It's those wants that we get distracted by. And so, and how we're going to obtain them. And it's nothing wrong with, you know, desiring wants. But, you know, when we have everything we need, you know, um, it should put us in a place of, you know, of 
being satisfied where we are versus, you know, all of the time just grinding for the want, 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 want. And it's nothing wrong with that. However, I think we have to put it in perspective of how we need to do it or how it should be done. And so I'm going to read Second Peter 1, 3 through 4. And it says, his divine power has granted to us all that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence by which he has granted us, granted to us his precious and very great promises. So God desire to want to grant us the things that pertain to life. And, you know, and if it's of um, godliness things, because God is not going to bless a mess. He, he wants to, you know, us to acknowledge him of who he is and, you know, of all his excellence, because he wants to grant us the things that are precious and that are, you know, that he promised us. And so what I hear Apostle Paul, he's teaching us that God's power provides us with everything we need to live and enjoy a godly life. And he has granted us all his promises. And so with that, we have to be mindful that no matter what, that God has provided those things of everything that we need in order to enjoy a godly life. And so this means that everything that um, we need in order to heal, in order to strengthen our soul and ourselves, that it's available to us in God and everything we need to live a great life. God has planned for us already and it's already ours. Nobody can take from it. Nobody can deter it. It's up to God when he releases it upon when we're ready, because God is not going to bless us with anything that we're not going to be ready for. You know, we, we could pray for it and, you know, all of that, but until we're ready to receive it, he's not going to bless us with it. And so you you may be wondering how is that possible, especially when you feel like you're struggling and, you know, you it's so many things that you need. And, you know, God will bless us at our point of need and he will not leave us stranded and abandoned. But we have to realize that sometimes it's the choices that we make ourselves that put us in a position of not receiving the things that's already ours. And so until we're ready to receive it, it it's basically going to wait um, in limbo for us in order for us to get in a position and for the, in order for us to receive it. And so the way to access what God has provided for us is through the knowledge of God that comes from our personal relationship by that we have with him. He don't want us to just only come to him when we want things. He wants to have a relationship with him. And by doing this, you know, that's just, um, by gaining a personal relationship with him, that just meaning that each of us need to just take responsibility of our spiritual journey through studying his word and spending time with prayer and worship with him. And, you know, following leading, be, being led by the Holy Spirit. And so no one can do this but you and myself for ourselves. No one else can do that. We have we have to, you know, have that. And um, we have to have that relationship with God ourselves. No one else is able to do that, whether it's a parent or a spouse or a loved one or whomever it be, whomever it is. You know, we have to do that ourselves. And so, you know, people can say and tell us all day 
about things about God. But you and I, we have to come to know him for ourselves in an intimate way in order to invest our time and energy in our relationship with him. So we have to know that we have to spend time with him in prayer and worship and studying his word and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us. And he desires to give everything that that is upon our heart. And he, he wants to give us his promises as as the scripture in Second Peter 1, 3-4 three through four stated. And so God has provided us with everything that we need through his, through his son. And he died on the cross and he purchased, you know, um, eternal life for us, but he also, um, forgiven our sins, our deliverance, he, our healing, our provision, our compassion, power, you know, our peace, you know, and it's countless of other, um, benefits that we have, but we have to know that we possess it. You know, these are very powerful and we have a lot of multifaceted gifts that God has given us, but we have to know that we possess it and we do have everything we need. And so when we're in a relationship with Jesus as our Lord and Jesus Christ, as our Lord and Jesus Savior, everything that, that is his is ours. And, God is a good, good father. And, you know, as Apostle Paul also wrote in Galatians 2 and 20, he says that I have been crucified in Christ. It is no longer that I live, but Christ who lives in me and the life that I now live in the flesh. I have by faith in the son, Jesus Christ, who loved me and gave himself for me. And so with that, you know, that it's no longer that you live within yourself, but Christ who lives in you. And, you know, we can enjoy the new life that God has given us, you know, little by little, we, we should exchange what we have for who we are and become, you know, more like Christ and what he has to offer and who he is because he's offering things to us and we can have everything that we need. But we need to invest that time in studying his word and, you know, um, in prayer and worship and knowing that if we study his word, we can be changed into his image each day. And so there's nothing there is nothing that we we should ever need for um, that Jesus has not already paid and made a sacrifice for because God have provided that. And um, also notice that how in Second Peter 1 and 3 says, says he has granted us all things that pertain to life and godliness. You know, and this means that every single thing, whatever you need today and forevermore that God has, has it for us. But we have to find it in the relationship with him. We have to know that he has given us everything that we need. And so what if we just take time and just do some soul searching and think about some things about our life experiences to identify, you know, some of our passions and purpose in order to, you know, um, be able to operate and move and then, you know, gaining that relationship with God and, and having to spend time with him. What if we actually, you know, just spent time and just did some soul searching and ask ourselves some questions and, you know, um, actually realizing, you know, 
ask yourself, what is it that you want? What is it that I need? And have you asked God, what does he want for you as well? And do you have everything that you need? And so, you know, sometimes a concept that many of us push aside is that life gets too busy. And so we feel like that perhaps we don't have time to pray. We don't have time to spend time in his word, but we can change that because we create our own busy schedules and we can change that and begin to get that relationship with Christ and, you know, have that full power and access to those things that we need. And so, you know, I came across a quote by, um, Tama Keeves. Um, she's a coach and I think she hit it right on the head when she said, if you're successful at doing work that you don't love, what could you do with work that you do love? I'm going to repeat that again. If you are this successful at doing work, which you don't love, what can you do with work you do love? I, that really just struck a chord with me because, you know, sometimes we can be so focused on things that we or into things that we um, know that we don't like or don't want to really um, stay in the position of. But just think about how things or what could you do with the, the work that you do if you love it. So I'm going to answer that as well. So for me, I thought about, you know, what is it that I love and what is it that I desire to do? So for me, I want to connect. I want to, you know, be able to share my stories and hear from, you know, other women who have, you know, some similar hurts and passions and triumphs that I had. And I want to create a space that, you know, we can know um, that we're not alone and that we're not on this journey alone and that some other woman have, you know, overcame the, the same issues or, you know, hurts and um, things that I've been through. But I also, you know, desire to create this community where we share the same tools and tips and things that that we've learned along the way to get through this thing called life, you know, with as much grace and as much get up that we can muster. And so with that, that's where God has always known my heart desires. And he he's given me a, a platform to do that. And he gave me one monopoly woman network. And it's an online network. And we, we, you know, we'll have meet and greets and other things. But it's just a way that we share our stories and that we can hear from each other that have experienced the same hurts and um, passions or we have the same passions and we have triumph over things that we thought that, you know, we wouldn't, you know, overcome. So I have um, a, an exercise that I want to share with us. I want us to, you know, honestly answer um, a few of these questions that came to mind um, that I just want you to just look in your mind space and into your heart. And I think that the, that, you know, these will be helpful and that your answers might even surprise you, you know, and sometimes, you know, I just like to, uh, discuss thought provoking questions, you know, um, but these questions definitely will tap into your desires and your purpose and your needs and wants, because, you know, we need to realize or think about, do we have everything we need or can, can it be more, you know? So let's discover what, what we can add to our life that, 
you know, things that we're going through don't have to be final. And we can, you know, revisit these questions as many times as we need. And we need to, you know, get our mind going. And that's why I like thought provoking questions and, you know, uh, and creating. And, you know, I just want us to think about, you know, what we really, really want to do and think about what we need or do we have everything we need? And so the first question I want to ask is, um, you know, what's missing from your life? You know, what do you think that's missing from your life? And then, you know, answering this question may require, you know, some deep soul searching. You know, is there a void that you're you're attempting to fill? Um, what is actually missing? Do you not feel grounded? Do you feel like, you know, um, you're not where you are? So what is missing from your life? And so the, the second question I want to ask is, how do you feel when you put all your effort into accomplishing one of your goals? You know, um, you, you know, I think that that should be thought about, you know, more often than most. And, you know, I know that, you know, have you noticed your feelings when you accomplish one of your goals? What is it that you feel when you accomplish it? You know, um, how do you want to, you know, do better or does, do it give you a drive that you want to do um, even more or do you become complacent? So think about, you know, uh, what what are what do you feel when you put all your effort into accomplishing one of your goals? And, you know, goals, you know, goals can be small or big, but the the biggest thing that we need to focus on is that you know, we accomplish it. And it's not necessarily, you know, the length of time, but it is that you accomplish it, accomplish it. But at the same time, you need to put an end date on where you want to. And then if you don't, you know, continue to go on, don't allow to deter you from, you know, moving forward. But however, you know, put an end date on it. So you'll know that you have a time frame to reach what, what you're trying to accomplish. And so the third question is, you know, um, if you're if you're able to make one radical change in your life right now to make your life better, what would that be? If you can radically change something in your life to make your life better at this moment, what would it be? And, you know, it could be endless possibilities, you know, perhaps, you know, going back to school um you know or you know moving or having a makeover or whatever that is what radical change in your life right now um will make your life better than what it is right now so i want you to think about that and the next question is who are your biggest supporters you know i think that this is uh very important to know who your true supporters are because you can have true supporters and you can have those supporters that is just trying to be nosy nosy in your life to see what is going on or you know how they can stay in the loop of things but you know uh it's wise to know the people that will stand behind you no matter what and you know will help you pursue your passions that that doesn't mean that you know that they're there to make it happen but to have some encouragement behind you and some support no matter what you know when it gets tough or even in the accolades you know 
think about who your biggest supporters are, you know, and sometimes, you know, we, it's best to separate ourselves from the naysayers because, you know, those that might not be driven or have purpose, they can drain you and leave you feeling uninspired to do what you're called to do. And so, you know, think about who your biggest supporters are, who really have your back, who really wants to support you, who really want to see you thrive and survive in, in life and the things that, you know, um, that you desire to do. And so the next question is, you know, um, if you can do, if you could spend one day doing whatever you desire, what would it be? You know, what would you do if you can spend one day doing whatever you desire and and what would that be? And I often think about that because as women, sometimes we can play, you know, multiple roles and we can wear many hats and we can become busy and, um, you know, um, bogged down with a lot, just knowing or feeling like we have this cape on and that we can handle it all in which, you know, times we can, but, you know, it's only 24 hours in a day. And, you know, sometimes that can become draining. But, you know, what would you do if you could spend one day doing whatever you desire? And what would that be? Because sometimes we just have to let our mind go and decompress and just, you know, get ourselves together and show ourselves some self-love and self-care. And so it can be something that, you know, that that you enjoy doing, you know, maybe something in your home or at work or just being lazy or whatever the case may be for you that works for you. So think about if you can spend one day doing whatever you desire, what would it be? And just, you know, just let your mind go and relax. And the other question I want to ask is, what's the one thing that you've always wanted to do? You know, because sometimes we put ourselves on the back burner um, in order to do what's necessary for our families or for ourselves. You know, so what is one thing that you've always wanted to do? And, you know, maybe you need to consider uh, what need to happen in order for you to, you know, carry it through this time. You know, maybe it was a, a long time sought out wish that you had, or, you know, just make a plan and get, plan and get started on that one thing that you always wanted to do, because sometimes we can put ourselves, as I stated, to the back burner and just forget about ourselves and, you know, just forgetting that, you know, what is it that I have uh, already that I, you know, um, that I desire, but what is that one thing that I always wanted to do? And the next thing I wanted to ask about, or the question is, you know, what are the reasons that you don't go after your dreams? You know, sometimes we can become stuck and stagnant of, you know, maybe, you know, we feel like it's too late or, you know, we don't have time to do, you know, that necessary thing. But I know each of us have some type of dream or desire that's placed in our heart, you know, so just ask yourself why you haven't, you know, pursued the life that you want. What is preventing you from doing that? Can you do something different to help you bring your dreams to life? Because, you know, I think that everybody desires to dream and for that dream to come true at some point in their life, you know, and, um, it's just, you know, um, as well as aspiration. So what is it, you know, what are some reasons that you don't go after your dreams? You know, think about that and explore within yourself why you haven't pursued that life that you wanted. And, you know, um, the next question is, what are some things in your life that you would like to get rid of? You know, we all have baggage. We all have things that we, we are dealing with. We all have, you know, some just some things of discovering about 
even ourselves or our lives that we don't love everything about, but maybe it's time to do some, some house cleaning and to do something about it. So make a list of some ways that, that you would like to change your life. You know, what are some things that you would like to get rid of? What is it that you would like to get rid of? And so, um, the last question I would like to ask is, you know, I want you to finish this sentence more than anything before I die. I want to blank and I want you to, you know, fill in, fill it in and say it out loud and figure out a way to accomplish that desire, that wish that you want to do more than anything before you die. Because as I always say, time is a precious commodity. We only have this one life to live. And, you know, um, I, as I stated before, I've heard uh, the quote that, you know, the richest place on earth is in the grave because a lot of people uh, died with purpose and passion and, and dreams and ideas and didn't allow it to happen, you know, because, you know, most times we think we have time and actually we don't know how much time we have. So, you know, ask yourself, you know, m- more than anything before I die, I want to blank and, you know, think about ways that you can accomplish it that to make this wish come true. And so I hope that those are some things that, you know, um, I've said some things that help you realize that, you know, you you can have and you have everything you need. And if we trust and rely on God, and as Peter says, that God teaches us that God's power provide us with everything we need to live and enjoy a godly life and that he has granted us all his per- promises. So if we know that God has granted us all his promises. We have everything we need, but sometimes we need to just think about and dwell on some things that, you know, where we are in our lives and what can we do differently in order to make it better. So that ends today's episode. Many blessings to you. That's it for today's episode. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Girl Good Grief. Please subscribe, rate, download, and leave a review on Girl Good Grief podcast platforms. Rate the show, share on your social media, tag and mention me. Tell me what you think about the show. For additional information, you can find the Girl Good Grief community on Facebook at Girl Good Grief or by email at girlgoodgriefpodcast at gmail.com. Please like our Facebook page. Also, share today's show. You can email the link to a friend or share on your social media. You have been great to join me today on this journey here on the podcast. Have a good rest of your week. Many blessings.